feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Players who have got us there, maybe one or two of the new faces in there, but I'd like to think the hardcore that got us there deserve the opportunity to play on it. Looking back at the game, we obviously dominated the majority of the game. We we done really well to take the lead in the game. We've had a night off the other night, and we have to make sure that our next night off is very far down the road because if you defend like that, um, you're going to have problems moving forward. Football show with Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry, and Rob McLean with OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 0808 08 17 17 700. Friday night, one week till Christmas, but all our thoughts on the football tonight. The next five games are crucial for Rangers after the League Cup silverware slips from their grasp the other night in Paisley. And for Celtic, well, the next two weeks will define their season. A potential quadruple treble, season 19-20, hard to believe. And then they're still chasing a world record-breaking 10 in a row. Are Rangers, are they going to make it one in a row? All to play for. It starts tomorrow. Mother will come to Ibrox. And then Sunday, the Cup final. 2019-2020 Hearts at Hamden Cy Ferry it's going to be some weekend as Paul it shows you how quickly things can turn in football in a week you know last week it was all doom and gloom for Celtic they go into a cup final and they were a chance to really kickstart their season and Rangers uh, out a cup which they should be winning you know it's a game that they should have won last night it was their big chance for their first trophy uh, they've blew that it will now be how Rangers bounce back can they use this as a positive and go and, uh, and get back on form in the league or will it affect them going into the rest of the season Barry Ferguson, opportunity lost during the week for Rangers. 100%. Um, disappointing, frustrating. Um, I know the manager spoke after the game that he was um, putting the blame all, all on himself. Um, but I just don't think Rangers turned up. It's a quarter final. They need to get silverware back to Ibrox as soon as possible. And um, they didn't produce. And it just wasn't Rangers were, weren't great tonight you've got to give St Man credit mm. Jim Goodwin and the players I, I thought they set their um, self up really well but for Rangers it's an opportunity missed um, as I said you want to try and get that first cup in the bag um, and then that builds uh, momentum um, now yep now um, they need to go and get a as Sai just said there there needs to be a response and it needs to come on Saturday at 3 o'clock against Muddle Rob, for the neutral, if there is such a thing in Glasgow in the West, uh, it's intriguing, isn't it? Yeah. What's going to happen? Rangers were 27 unbeaten. Nobody saw that coming the other night. Yeah, and, and I think for the first time in a long time, we're now thinking, could this title battle be back on in the new year? Um, we're going to have a look at the games coming up for both Rangers and Celtic, what they've got in the next five, both of them. Um, and you do wonder, uh, and this weekend will tell us, will Rangers bounce back immediately? Will Celtic get another kick on uh, from the cup final? This was Stephen Gerrard then talking to about the St Mirren results. I think the players know um, that we haven't done ourselves justice in terms of pole performance the other night. Watching the game back, we didn't really do much wrong besides defend the three situations really poorly. 
we done really well to take the lead in the game, which is normally the hardest thing to do. Then we went on to create chances, but we just didn't get that second goal, and we, we certainly paid for that over the course of the 90 minutes. And so we will learn from it. We've analysed it. We know what we've done in the main over the course of the 28 games or so we've played. We've been fantastic from a defensive point of view. We've had a night off the other night, and we have to make sure that our next night off is very far down the road because if you defend like that, you're going to have problems moving forward. Barry? Yeah, they, they certainly had a night off and you need to dust yourself down very quickly because there's a, a important game uh, tomorrow against Motherwell. Um, as he said, the defending this season, it's something that Rangers have been really strong at and the, the three goals for me and Wednesday night were uh, avoidable. Um, there's, there's no doubt about it. But listen, this for me, this could be the making of the Rangers team. We'll see how they respond and I fully expect them to go out and get in Muddle's faces and, and get that three points because they're now a cup down um, which I'm not being disrespectful to the other clubs that were in that competition I thought it was Rangers were a, a stick on um, but listen it's football that happens and it's how quickly you can get back for that and the most important thing is they've got a game straight away um, it would have been a lot harder if it was a week away so I would have guessed training today um, would have been a real high tempo and I would fully expect um, the Rangers players to, to go out and get the three points Barry Davy Proven was asked last night, do you think Rangers would prefer to have lost uh, three points in the league or lose that cup match the other night? What would you say? No, you want to win the cup. Yep. Whatever competition you enter, there's no doubt about it. As I said, Celtic were out of the competition. Your closest rivals and probably the, the ones that were going to um, challenge you for that cup, Aberdeen as well. Um, and I'm not being disrespectful, as I said, to St Martin and Livingston and, and Hibernian. Um, yep. If Rangers went and, and produced a performance, what they have been doing um, most of the season, it was a chance to get to Hamden in a semi final and get that first all important trophy through the front doors at Ibrox. Si, what would you say? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I agree with Barry. After the first 35 minutes, I thought it was going to be a canter for Rangers. Mm -hmm. I really did. Fair play to St Martin, as you say. Jim Goodwin for me got his game plan spot on and he's the first manager that stopped James Tavernier I'm going back to his normal name after his performance wow. like he was Tavernier when he was flying his back to Tavernier <laughs> because I thought him putting a left back on in Tavernier I don't think he cared if Mason gave the ball away every time he had it he was in there to stop James Tavernier playing and it just shows you how important he is to Rangers so Rangers might now need to come up with a new way of playing because if I'm a manager playing against Rangers on Saturday my game plan is I'm going to copy what's at Monday. Can yeah. we stop Tavern you're playing and can we hit Bassey or Barisic on the break on the right hand side and I thought the boy Connor on the right hand side was outstanding for something. Yeah that, that was my point what, what does this do the St Mirren result the performance what Jim Goodwin did against Stephen Gerrard's team what, what does that send out to other clubs in terms of playing against Rangers Barry? Yeah I'm sure a lot of managers and certainly Stephen Robertson at, at, at Motherwood have been watching that game on Wednesday and there'll be a clear plan as, as I just said they, they stop to full backs and you've got to give Jim Goodwin and his players a lot of credit I mean it's easy for people to say Rangers weren't at the levels and they weren't but I thought St Murn were, mm. were great it's easy to to lose it a bit once you lose that early goal when Conor Golson scored um, but they kept at it and um, they got that bit of um, luck with the penalty well no luck with the penalty it was a definite penalty mm. for, for Bassey it was a bad mistake and then the second half Rangers had a lot of possession but St Murn were really compact and tight and overall I've got to be honest with you I, I thought they deserved to go through it's not just it's not just tactics though in like Jim Goodwin's game plan managers yeah get credit for how he went about it but the players for St Murn showed how you the only way you're going to beat Rangers is if every single player runs themselves into the ground 
That's how you. That's the only way you'll beat Rangers because they're that good on the ball. Sitting man to man everywhere, all over the pitch. 100% were yeah. in people's faces they were physical they were aggressive mm. and they worked their socks off from the striker to the goalkeeper mm. and that's the only way teams in the SPL will beat Rangers if every player gives that yeah, 10 minutes to go St Myrna if I'm being honest were dead in their feet because yeah. they'd put that so much work into so where the did game they, where did they get the reserves Barry to do that in the last so they lost the goal in what the 89th minute yeah listen when Stephen Davis scored that that equaliser you're thinking right Rangers are now going to go yeah. on mm. and again um, I don't know where they, they found it from um, the St Murn players but they went up and and they scored from the uh, the corner kick so you've got to give them a lot of credit because when I was watching it I'm think, I think St Murn have, have gave everything um, they were tired yep. badly but again they found something for somewhere and that's what you've got to do when you play against top teams So Barry do you think had it gone to extra time that that it would have been all about Rangers that, that St Murn wouldn't have been able to cope with yeah. another an extra half hour Yep they had simply, to do it in stoppage time or not at all yep, yep simply because St Man had put that much mm, yeah. energy and effort into the game um, and I've got to be honest with you I was sitting watching it and I thought St Man were, were great I enjoyed the way that, yeah. that Jim Goodwin yeah. set up He's, he was respectful he knew Rangers were going to have a lot of the possession but when Rangers get into that final third um, they couldn't break them down mm-hmm. so that's where Jim's done a lot of work in the training ground and look at the end of the day once Stephen Davis get in Rangers I've got to know right let's just get into extra time now and then you've got half an hour to go and try and win the game but sloppy defending mm-hmm. allows St Martin to get that third um, goal and for the fact that you've got Rangers had five fresh players on the pitch with 30 minutes to go mm-hmm. St Martin never had that luxury good players as well that have came on Defoe, Davis mm-hmm. and it's criminal for me you score it 2-2 two, two, two minutes left you know that if you get to extra time you've got five, ex- five fit players on the pitch and to concede it uh, sorry to concede a goal for a set play at the back post who the tallest man on the pitch for St Man is standing on his own. That can't happen. Mm. That cannot happen. And for Steven Gerrard, that must be so frustrating. So unlike Rangers. Yeah, yeah, well, not, yeah. well, not really. Across balls this year. You uh, know, I think that's yeah. been their one weakness. We've said that balls come in the box too right. easy. We said that last week with Barisic, I think Gerrard's mentioned that the balls come, crosses come in the box too easy. And that, that's what they need to get better at. And I think, I think at the start of the season they were doing that. Um, and over the last wee while the, the Dundee United's again the prime example the ball comes in the box too easy yep, I'm, I'm looking forward to the response tomorrow mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to see what kind of performance and um, what yeah. personnel that the manager puts out um, because the last couple of days people have been saying things like could the bubble be burst or whatever well go and use that as motivation and use it in a positive way and go and get the three points which is needed we had a day to get it out of the system yesterday, today is a new day. It's all about the preparation now into Motherwell and getting them ready for what's going to be another tough challenge. But they're a good group and um, I've got every confidence they'll react in the right way. It's really interesting, isn't it? It's, it's a fascinating thing about football to, to, to wonder what's going to happen next here. Is it just a bump in the road? Are Rangers about to embark on maybe another long unbeaten run and they'll remain the, the Premiership pace setters and it will be a one horse race as as it appears to be at the moment or have the seeds of uncertainty been sown uh, do other clubs now look at Rangers in a different light because of what, what St Mirren were able to do and Celtic have, have shown signs of recovery and we mm-hmm. could be in for what we thought we were in for right at the start of the season and that was a two horse race Yep, I, I firmly believe that um, this is just a, a bump in the road I, I do, I think there's a different mindset about this Rangers team Look, they've went in a fantastic run, 27 games. It's ended on Wednesday night, disappointingly, because you want to win that first trophy. Um, but that's in the past now. They can't think about that it's now, about what's what's in front of you. And there's a challenge ahead of them now in front of them. 
against Motherwell uh, so they need yep. to go and respond in the right manner and that's get the three points we're going to take your calls 0808 17 17 700 loads of calls coming in tonight from Rangers fans and Celtic fans looking forward to the cup final I think they are the match with Hearts on Sunday 0808 17 17 700 you can text your message to go plus your message to 87474 and Rob we're on the socials at Go Football Show the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited Paul Cooney Rob McLean Cy Ferry and Barry Ferguson Cy you're fit for tomorrow hopefully Arctic Thistle you're up against for Peter Heads I am but I want to ask you a question go on favorite, a week to go favourite Christmas song last Christmas oh Rob I gave you my heart no I was just in the next <laughs> line um, use it a bit like what I'm actually using <laughs> actually, actually I've got a, this is a this is a I'll confe- take the I, I, I hope this is yeah. going to go no further but here's a go confession on. Uh, the one that I sing along with the most probably yeah. is Mistletoe and Wine Okay. Cliff, Cliff, is it? Mm. Oh, that's a bad choice, Rob. I'm kind of no, no, for Fergus, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the same as okay. Paul. Well, is it? Yep. Yeah. Mine's is uh, Spice Girls 2 become one. Oh, right. Well, give, us, give us a wee line from that one. Remember that was. Because the night is the night when to become one. I always wanted to be sporty, Spice. <laughs> now, listen, Fergie's a natural ginger, so he could, be, he could be ginger spice. Yeah. You're definitely posh spice, Paul. Because you're from over. Rob, scarier bit. In fact, you could be old spice after you. Oh, no. Can I, can I not be scary? Scary. You could be scary. scary. Yeah, yeah. I could be scary gone. and old, actually. Well, we'll sing it together. Later, right, let's okay. give it for hour two. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get a bit of football in between now and seven. Size back 0808 17 17 700. Great column today in the Daily Record. Barry, you weren't holding back, you were saying how disappointed you are. Oh, I need to read that. Yeah, oh, it's good stuff. Two pages. With, wow. uh, did you write two pages? Oh, <laughs> yep, sure did. Was it crayons? I don't care what anybody says. Yep. You, you're going to get bumps in the road, and I want to see a, a response. And I think all the Rangers fans do, and mm. I'm certain the, the manager wants to see a response. Celtic fans, what are you thinking about uh, the league, the cup itself this weekend? Neil Lennon. Yeah, I think it would give us, you know, a real shot in the arm and just continue that good sort of feeling. But if you win, you park it, and then you've got to concentrate on a lot of games coming up. You over the festive period as well we're just solely focused this week it's you know a nice it's another competition it's a nice distraction disappointed to go out of the league cup early this season but we've seen this season already how difficult it is to win trophies so we're under no illusions that you know it's a foregone conclusion this game is far from it massive day for Celtic Rob yeah and the question we're all asking of course is what will be the Neil Lennon team selection for Sunday um, it's it's a massive call for him isn't it you know and, and I think is on the back of last weekend um, he, he pretty much gave us a bit of both didn't he he said uh, I might have to bring the old guard back and then he started mm-hmm. listing all the guys like Soro and Turnbull and, and Connor Hazard uh, who've helped them turn the corner what would you do? I would go with what they've got. I, I would. Yep. I, I think it's a. I would be a big gamble to go away from the players who've sorted this situation out for yeah, Celtic. So I, yeah, I, I think it's the easy yeah. option. It's the obvious yeah. option, and I think anything else would be just pressing the gamble yeah, button. Yeah, I think especially yeah. after Rangers result during the week. Yeah. I think if you go and win a cup, you go and win the Scottish Cup. You bring everyone closer together. Confidence is high again. So Sunday. No mistake is all about winning for Celtic. They need to win to keep the pressure up. You know, again, as I say, you're on a high, and the way you do that is by playing the team that's been winning. That sentiment goes out the window. It's a Scottish Cup final. You're under pressure. You're behind in the league. It's you put the best team on the pitch that you think can win that game. And for me, that's the team that's been playing. Barry was asked about it. They said, "Will you play favourites?" I think that was the question. No, absolutely not. Um, you know, it's the cup final, and it's a game that we want to win. And uh, I've got to, you know, pick the best team for the occasion and for to help us win another trophy. So I guess that was the question. Or are you sticking with the the the, the old guard as they've been called? What what would you do if you were Neil Lennon? 
Listen, it, d- it depends what sort of team you're coming up against and the personnel and what way they play. But if you're asking me, I, I think you keep the the same eleven that's that's won the, the previous two games. Um, I can understand a bit of loyalty in terms of Scott Brown and other players that have been mentioned. Um, but Celtic were in a, a bad run um, up until the Lille game. They won that and they won the, the Kilmarnock game. So I don't see them making any changes for the, the cup final. So do we think it'll be the back four again? It'll be Ayer and Taylor at full-backs and, yeah. and Julian and Duffy at, at centre-back? Yeah, I think that's where it'll go. I think that I think that's pretty much a nailed-on back four. Yeah. The, the, place, the, play, the two places for me that would be up for grabs, uh, I'm, I'm thinking Neil Lennon's thinking here, would be Scott Brown coming in for maybe Sorrow and Brian Christie coming in for Frimpong. Mm. I think there is two big decisions tomorrow. I'm saying go with the same team, but I, I, I'd stay with Sorrow 100%. I think he deserves to play. But I, I think Ryan Christie's a big game player. And if I was making one change to the Celtic team, I'd put Ryan Christie on the right and, instead of Frimpong. Mm. Yeah. Frimpong, there's reports that Roma would love to get him. And uh, do you think he would be on the move maybe in January? No, I don't no, think so. Don't think you so. know, I think he's got a lot more to do before he gets a move like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's at the level of going playing at Roma. As I've said before, start of the season, I, I was really impressed with him when he was kind of playing a bit part. Uh, and then James Forrest got injured and he realised how, how tough it is to go and perform for Celtic every single week um, since he's came into the team he's not been imp- as impressive for me as he was at the start of the season so I think uh, he's still only young he's got a lot to learn and I think Celtic's a good place to do it Barry would you bring in Ryan Christie for Frimpong? Yeah you can see that that's a, a possibility because Ryan Christie's been a, a big player big for Celtic player and, so, and Scotland yeah, yeah. and Scotland so he's got listen that's what managers are paid the big money for at that level he's got decisions to make um, it'll be a a good training week because as I said there'll be a, only 11 players that you can pick obviously and people will be desperate you want to play in cup finals as a, a footballer that's what you dream of doing um, so he's got he's going to have a headache over it but he needs to make sure he picks the right team because Celtic have got to win they're clear favourites to win the game so the pressure's on Celtic Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited a very quick break coming up Sad we don't have time for choir practice during this oh, but we'll man. get ready which one are we doing is it the Spice Girls? Oh you can pick one you can All right, pick that, that'd be a tough one I know it's Christmas yeah. Are we dressing up? Yeah. Uh, Ali will be on it as well because that's coming in a moment or two a break in traffic and then we're back The Go Radio Football Show Thanks for joining us, making the switch to the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, Monday to Friday, 5 till 7. Join the conversation. Enjoyed the chat last night. It was great. Ali McLeish was on. Davy Proven, Chris Burke. Uh, we had Shelley Kerr on a couple of nights ago as well. Jamie McGrath. Keep going. Jamie McGrath was great, yeah, wasn't he? Was yes, great, yeah. Yeah. And, and Andrew from Paisley, who's going to get a tattoo of uh, Jamie McGrath on his hindquarters. Oh, wow. Oh. I've got one in there as well, but I'll not tell you what it says. Well, no. well, well, we've seen it. Oh, so you have actually, huh? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that broken down vehicle on the yep. motorway, that huh? was me doing my 5k this morning. How'd you get on? Oh, yeah. f- Tough. What was 10k you done? No, 10k yesterday. I done a wee five a day, so get myself ready for tomorrow. I don't think I'll be. I'll probably be on the bench at, at Fair Hill, but because the boys won last week, so it'll be yep. only fair for them to go and play. But looking forward to getting back playing football. Barry, for you this weekend, you're on a run at the moment. Flying. Uh, yep, yep. Tomorrow at home. Yeah, at home. Celtic um, Hearts. Yep. yep. Uh, we play Sterling Uni who are oh. they're full time because uh, they're at obviously university but yep. they train every single day they're a, they're a handy team they always get big results against the, the so-called bigger teams in the league so we'll be in for a tough one tomorrow quite a, quite a clever team isn't it? 
A lot of good young players. Don't get that. Come on, still oh, a newly player quality. Come on. <laughs> I play swap. I was about to say, how do you know that? He knows his stuff, and I said, whoosh. I'm right. thinking the same. He's watching. Like, watching a lot of games. You're on it. Oh, <laughs> Professor Simon Ferry there on it this weekend in the Premiership. Hibs against Dundee United. Rangers Motherwell, as you know. Ross County against Hamilton. A real battle at the bottom of the table. And St Mirren against St Johnson. So who are through, of course, in the League Cup. It's going to be Livy against St Mirren, as you know, and Hibs against St Johnson in the Betfred semi-finals. And then on Sunday, Kilmarnock against Aberdeen, and then the Scottish Cup final, 1990, 1990-20. It's hard to believe, Rob, yeah. this is uh, record-breaking hearts against Celtic. I know, you just have to keep on reminding yourself it's the last season's Scottish Cup final. It's uh, five days before Christmas, um, and there's no fans in. It's. I mean, it's, it is going to be such a. I mean, I'm, I'm presenting for the BBC on on Sunday with Shelley Kerr, who was in here um, the other night, and Michael Stewart and Martin O'Neill is oh, wow. uh, is is on the presentation name team as well. Name drop, never. Is in the yeah. No, but it's, have you got anything you'd like me to ask him, Sai? <laughs> why? Why did he release me? No, in fact, he never released me. Actually, no, no, it wasn't no, no. Him. Who who released you again? Uh, it was. I think it was actually Lenny that released ah, exactly, me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've had oh. that one before, yeah. Well, you opened the, the show with that because you go straight to yeah, Martin yeah, and you'll I think, question I think the to first ask question, you. Martin's got to be yeah. what about the decision to release Cy Ferry? He will say who? Celtic have been struggling <laughs> ever since. <laughs> Let's hear from Neil Lennon. We were talking about the Celtic, how would they play? And he was talking about Christopher Iyer at right back. Chris has been absolutely superb in that position. And Jerry's given us that sort of, you know, pace and um, directness. So, yeah, delighted. You know, the attitude of both the players has been very good. You know, Chris Iyer is a, a very special, talented footballer. You you know, and he can play in a number of positions and you look at him playing it right back and it's as if he's played there all his career but you know he's only played there in the last few, few games so and his attitude has been tremendous throughout this whole tough period we've been through you know he puts himself up there all the time he's always fit and available to play and he's been pretty consistent so Ayer has been remarkable in the last week or two he's, after a tough start to the season injuries and things uh, Sai has been much better yeah I think yeah. it suits his game better playing right back I really do I think Ayer loves running forward with the ball you know and I've said with Celtic a lot of times this season a lot of the problems just came from the midfield losing the ball or Ayer stepping into the space and giving the ball away and there's such big gaps in the back four I think when he does it at right back you know the team can shuffle across quicker when he's playing right back and he gives it away the bend the can when he's playing centre back and I think one thing he's got and you need on the wide areas now in top teams is pace mm. you know when you've got him and Frimpong playing on the right you've, you've got a, a really pacey right right hand side and I think he has a good football plan I really do I think he, he uses the ball really well uh, I don't think he'll be a centre back in, in the long run I think he'll be a full back or maybe a sitting midfield player but I just don't think he's got that natural aggression to go and defend I think he likes to play with the ball more than he does defending I think the way Celtic play really suits him when he's playing there We'll take some calls, Barry. Ready? Yep, on the go. First one, we're going to Coke Bridge, and Kieran is on the line. Kieran, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm very well, how are you? Uh, Good. We're well, thanks. So what's your Uh, point for uh, Rob and Si and Barry? I've got got two wee points. Uh, My first wee point is, uh, I was listening to Open Goal, which is Si's podcast. Yes, my man. Is it? It's (laughs) absolutely delightful. It's absolutely amazing. It's always played in the car. Um... And obviously, I was listening to him the other day. He was saying about David Turnbull. Um, I feel as if David Turnbull is a wee bit more forward for me than a defender. It's just to take size point and see whether he thinks that David Turnbull should link up more with Edward more than anything else. I, I think I said it on here last week that, that David Turnbull is a perfect number 10 for Edward because... 
quite a lot of times we say like this season for me too many people pass the ball sideways and backwards and Edward becomes disinterested I've said it before but with Turnbull his first thought is can I pass the ball forward if I can't can I drive forward with the ball and, and I think the game last weekend brought the best out in Edward you know five or six times I've seen him and Turnbull linking up I don't think 10's number 10's in your team provide your number 9 the ball yeah. that's why he's in the team for the midfielders to get the ball to him so he can get turned and play, play the centre forward and David Turnbull does that um, I think it's a good partner partnership going through it. I think David Turnbull is one of the guys in the Celtic squad who is on Edward's wavelength. And I think Edward likes that. You've seen him last year linking up with Lee Griffiths. He enjoys that side of the game, linking up with a partner. And I think David Turnbull is good enough to do that. So that's why, for me, David Turnbull should play number 10 for Celtic. He's certainly got the qualities to, to do it. I, I don't understand why he's not been given the chance earlier. Obviously, it takes you a bit of time to settle in when you come from a smaller club and you get used to the, the, the demands and, and whatever at Celtic. But over the last couple of games, you can see him and Edward, um, it's going to still take a bit of time, mm. but they're certainly setting up a good partnership. Um, Turnbull, is, as I said, his first thought is to try and play that forward pass. Um, and that, that suits Edward down to a tee. So I think that's that's the two you'll go with. He's I mean, a final. Sorry, no. No, I just think that, that a massive thing for Celtic is getting the best out of Hudson Edward, what, mm. whatever you do. And and I agree with you completely. I think that those two are on the same wavelength and, and that's a partnership that you would want to continue. Also, shots at goal. I mean, mm. every, every shot at goal he had last weekend was on target. So every shot needs saved. I mean, you know, he's, he's positive, he's forward thinking, David Turnbull, in mm. everything he does. Yeah, I, I think I think Roderick was on the same wavelength as, as Edward, but what he doesn't give you is that work rate off the ball. And Turnbull's got that. You know, everyone talks again about tactics and managers, but the thing that Sorrow and Turnbull have brought to Celtic squad is energy. energy. When you run about a wee bit more, you give yourself a much better chance of winning games. And I think Celtic are much better pressing the ball with Turnbull on the team as well. So for me, I think he should... And one thing that is good for him, I think, is that he went to St Johnston and had a bad game. Because you'll now realise that at big clubs, you didn't get a chance to have a bad game. Because you'll beat the team because there's somebody else to come in and play. I think that'll be good for him that that happened to him. You'll now know that every time he goes out on that pitch, he needs to perform. Because that's what you need to do at Celtic, and that's what you need to do to be a top player. And you can see the difference well about Neil Lennon bringing Sorrow and Turnbull in. I think it's brought the best out in Callum McGregor. Yeah. Who, for me, now becomes the most important player for Celtic. I think when he plays well and he's on top of his game, Celtic are a better team. Kieran? I agree totally with the fellas. Um, my next point is obviously about open goal. Like I say, it's an absolute delight in my, in my household. It's been played in the gym, it's been played in the car. Um, I'm just sad I, I never got a ticket for it at the Hydro. No, you're so, not getting one. No, I know what they could. No, they're all sold it. I know. I Maybe know, two nights, Si? Yeah, we might do another nightmare after the first show. So when, when is it, it Si? When is it? When is it? Rob, I don't even know. That's bad. Uh, yeah. It's me, I think. That's what I was just about to say, but you know, the the final that I was talking about Sai the other day, and obviously I wanted to take his opinion on this. Obviously, you start to open goal, Sai, but yeah. did, did you ever think from the, the beginning? Um, obviously, I know a lot about your football past, you're the Celtic, and obviously stuff like that, but did you ever think that it was going to take off to a point that you're selling out the hydro? Um, you and Slaney's obviously doing great. You've so many hits on YouTube, you're getting. You know, Andy Halliday and more <laughs> many past footballers yep. on. You need to do one with Barry. But, you know, is there going to be a, a side ferry of management at the end of this? Or is it just going to be a podcast? Can I, I, just, can can I say can something? I just can I say something? Oh, Me, Rob and, yeah. and Paul, maybe we'll go for a break <laughs> and then let's side talk. We'll back in about 20 minutes, OK. But I was just going to say that that's, that's probably the best call we've ever had on in this <laughs> this radio show. Do you know what? I'll be uh, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the question about? 
So is it going like, to be another? Are you want to get into management? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get into management. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing, obviously. But uh, there's nothing better. Fair game too. There's nothing better than playing and, and coaching football. That's my. That's my passion. That's what I've always enjoyed doing. So, if an opportunity came up and it was the right opportunity, then 100. percent Because you need to. But you need to believe in yourself, don't you? 100. percent It brings you sleepless nights, right? Enough. Well, you do. I mean, even at part time. Yeah. yeah I, I say that. Yeah. Si's been speaking a lot about it. He's wanting to get into that side, yeah. and it's great. Um, that that young, uh, I'm going yeah. to say young players there. He's yeah. coming to like he's 32, coming up in 33. He's wanting to go into that side, yeah. And mm-hmm. he's he's doing a bit of coaching at Peterhead, and that's what we want to see. We want to see um, young managers get an opportunity. Say si, it's on the 21st of May. Surely you'll have a ticket for Kieran. He's like your agent there. Yeah, Kieran, I'll get you in, mate. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay. <laughs> no worries, Say. Si, Talk, um, man. Like, by, by the way, um, do you think Slaney's going to eventually get a bird out of this? <laughs> no, mate, have you, seen, have you seen his chance. face? No chance. Fergie managed him. Ask Fergie. Okay. Absolutely <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Kieran, before you go, what's your prediction for Sunday? What's your scoreline? Uh, I'm going to go 2 1 to Hearts. Andy Halliday to score 90th minute. Oh, wow. Wow. You'll if he does, he's never back. He's never coming back on the podcast. <laughs> Andy, Andy wouldn't enjoy that, would he? <laughs> no. I've actually been speaking to him. He's quietly confident. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, here's Neil Lennon speaking about the opposition. Heart of Midlothian. But I have to, you know, be wary of not talking us up all the time. We've got a very good team to play against. They will be highly motivated themselves. We won the last cup final against them, and you know some of their players are still there, and I'm sure they'll want to avenge that. So, packed full of you know Premiership players or Premiership talented players, you know. We know Craig very well. He's outstanding servant here, outstanding goalkeeper still. So we are under no illusions that um, you know it's not a case of us just turning up and winning the game. Rob, two teams. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I, and I think that's a it's a great thing for Hearts. Hearts will be absolutely loving the fact that all the noise around Celtic at the moment and they're pretty much slipping under the radar. Uh, they've got a lot of quality about them. Uh, and they could and if Celtic aren't at it, Hearts could be a big problem for them. I mean you you know, you only have to list a few of those names, Craig Craig Gordon, Stephen Naismith, Liam Boyce, Craig Halkett. Mm-hmm. Ollie Lee Berra's back in the team as well Christoph Berra as well Stephen Kingsley who I think is Mm. is having a great Mm. season for them as well they're they're packed with quality and they've got a great manager as well Berra's quite a story isn't it he looked as though he was away he was going to Dundee and here he is he could be in the cup final yeah listen I read a part he says that Covid's helped him actually get back into the the, the Hearts um, starting 11 Um, but I I don't think it's going to be as easy as people will make out The, the players that Rob's just listed there they're Premier League players uh, they've got a lot of experience um, at the top level of the game um, but if you're asking like, the, the quality certainly lies with, with Celtic I think Celtic have got a, a stronger team and a stronger squad but you never know in cup final days it's mm. going to be a strange one as well with, with no fans you, you normally walk out of Hamden 50,000 fans run you on it's going mm. to be a strange one I think that's something that might affect the Celtic players because they're used to to that they're used to playing in cup finals used to playing in front of 50,000 so we'll see what it takes but I think Celtic are the clear favourites Are Hearts still a Premiership club would you say Si? Oh 100% yeah. I would say with that squad they're a top 6 Premiership yeah. squad mm-hmm. it was an absolute mm-hmm. disgrace that they got relegated last year with that squad of players that they had I think if they brought Robbie Nielsen in when they brought Daniel Stendhal they would still be in the league Because they had played really badly yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, you know. So you thought they were coming back then? Had the season continued? You thought they would have come back and survived? If they'd have got Nielsen in at that time? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think but, yeah but, but they never did. The, no. So they got relegated, then they got to the Stendhal. Yeah. If they'd kept Stendhal, no, I think yeah. they went done. Made, yeah. They made a big mistake, didn't they? 
Yeah, I, I mean, it always, that always, yeah. ba- always baffles me when you go and get these guys that they're in on the league and you've got a guy that's been at Hearts, been successful at Hearts, obviously loves Hearts, with, with the jump at the chance, jump, sorry, that's the wrong word, jumped at a chance to come back to Hearts. Uh, and I really like Robbie Nielsen as a, as a manager. If you mm. look at his record, I think it's very good. I think he left Hearts the first time when they were second in the league, am I right? Yeah, yeah but that's why Hearts have went and got him. He, he's proven before at Hearts, he's won the championship, he done it last year mm. for Dundee United. Um, that's why Anne Budge's was desperate to go and get him because he knows the league inside out and he knows how to win and get them yeah. back out Where I, I firmly believe Hearts are a, a top six Premier did, League team did, did you watch the documentary at I all? watched yeah. it yeah. I mean it was interesting I just I think I just watched the first episode but it was the one in which uh, Daniel Stendhal was appointed yeah. and it was interesting on reflection to listen back to Anne Budge explaining why she'd appointed him because he was a striker is that right? Um, I think just his enthusiasm, and it was his enthusiasm and all that. So it, just, it just sounded a bit, a bit flimsy yeah, in terms I'll, I'll of the, the reasons thing. to give him that job. I'll tell you one thing, Rob. She's a chairman you would love to work under. Yeah. I, I think she's great. Yeah. I like listening to Anne Budge. Um, she's, yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't a good appointment. No, was it's that? not. But she's open and honest about yeah, it. She's yeah. when she makes a mistake, she holds her hands up, yeah. which quite a lot of people wouldn't do. Um, but it was an interesting documentary. It was a, it was a strange um, appointment, Stendhal. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where where that came from. Yeah. I know he had previous down at Barnsley. Did okay. I think he got them out of League One. But it's massive, isn't it? I mean, it's so costly because yeah. you know, you may, would they have recovered last season? Would they not? Don't know. They got relegated. It's so damaging. It's been so damaging financially for the club that that appointment was, in football terms, disastrous. Yeah, I even yeah. thought somebody like Stephen Robinson, who was flying at Motherwell at yeah. the time, he was, he was that, was, that was so he obvious. Was that was so obvious Rob yeah, yeah. I mean it's a no brainer I think Austin McPhee was there who's, who's a, he's been part of the Northern Ireland backroom staff with Stephen Robinson and uh, for me Stephen Robinson would have been a perfect Hearts appointment at that time I think his team plays the way Hearts old teams successful teams have played in the past very hard to beat quick on the counter attack and to go and get a guy in for for Barnsley who wasn't doing well at the time I think his team were in relegation zone. Right. to yep. go and bring him in because he was a striker was a strange I think a good appointment that Ambudge has made is Fergie is Am I right in saying they've brought Jim Jeffries? Yes, Jim Jeffries in. Yeah. I think that's a t- I think she is a yeah. very successful businesswoman, but well, no, football's a totally different, totally different game, and I think you need a football guy in there, football person in there to make the football decisions. Yeah. I think she was just a bit too loyal, and to, to wait, Craig Levine for yeah. too long. Yep, yep. That that was um, that was only issue, but I, I really like listening to her. I, I like when she does interviews. She just yeah, she speaks. Honestly, are you looking forward to watching Hearts and Celtic on Sunday? The game itself, Barry. Yep, yeah. really. We're looking forward to it. It's a cup final, obviously, yeah. but I'm no fans. It's uh, I know yeah, it's going to be it, strange. Yeah. It's look as a as a footballer. That, that's the only thing that the guys will be thinking about. We mm. should be walking out here, and half of the stadium should be fully either Celtic fans or, or Hearts fans. It's going to be a strange one. Um, but look, as a footballer, that's what you want to do. That's what you, you aim for as a, a young kid. Cup finals. I'm and especially the Scottish Cup final that means sure. a lot of to a, a lot of people up here I'm looking forward to seeing what's brighter the floodlights at Hamden or Lee McCulloch's new teeth <laughs> what's what about they yeah. things have you nah, seen they're crackers, what's the big man in came of that uh, they were is, turkey specials <laughs> is it a Simon Cowell job oh you yeah. need to see these things yeah. he's yeah. looking great man would you go for that would you get the old no my son's a dentist he, he wouldn't let me yeah. oh I've had some done but there we are <laughs> have you yeah. yeah but not that not to that extent Robert match commentator on Sunday no no I'm not yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, 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 no, I'm 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 not but Liam McLeod won't be happy with you I'm the match presenter oh you're oh, match you presenter, presenter? Ah. Sure, yeah. yeah oh brilliant what are you going to wear 
I don't know, maybe a, a backless little number. Oh, lovely. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. No, I think I think probably I'll be wrapped up against sub-zero temperatures, I would imagine, mm-hmm. with a, a cup final five days before Christmas. But uh, No studio, Rob? No, no outside, uh, which is good. Social actually, quite, I quite yep. like uh, the closer to the game, yep. the better for me. I quite like... Uh, Do you get nervous before that, Rob? Um, yeah, a little bit, but, but no, I... I it's uh, it's to be enjoyed. I mean, big yeah. matches, cup finals to be enjoyed, and and it's a it's a really intriguing one. You know, will our Celtic on the road to recovery? We think so, we suspect so, but we'll get the answer on Sunday. And it's it's massive, isn't it? It's, it's the Scottish Cup, it's the quadruple treble, yeah. but it but it also could kick them on to a serious challenge against Rangers after the turn of the year. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think uh, uh, whoever wins it. It just builds momentum yeah. and that is why Celtic will be desperate to win it and so will Hearts obviously been in the championship and going to try and get uh, promoted out of the um, out of the league they're in um, but look the, that trophy albeit it's last season's it is important for them it's never been done before what do you think Celtic fans or Hearts fans give us a call 0808 17 17 700 The Bull Radio Football Show Radio Football Show Friday night the weekend starting here with OPC Energy Limited taking your calls 0808 17 17 700 Rob McLean Cy Ferry and Barry Ferguson text your message with Go plus your message to 87474 and we're on all the socials at Go Football Show so <laughs> Barry no, I'm just yeah. I got a text message yeah. about Cy saying Sterling you're a clever team that was I know, I know. My, my mate's absolute buzzing man. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to come, there's more to come, mate. Don't worry about it. This is our 101st show since we came on on the 31st of July. We're up at 300,000 downloads now, Rob. It it feels like about 200 shows, to be honest. But uh, no, yeah, the the downloads are going through the roof. And and I think we've uh, left that that Sci Ferry podcast, the name name of which escapes me, uh, well below us in the league table. Can we get Kieran back on the phone, please? (laughs) I say some boy. Is that that a decent amount of downloads in terms of. We want more and more and more. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, Glasgow's ma, football match. Oh, yeah, that could be. How do you like it? How do you like <laughs> it? <laughs> so yeah, it's good. It's good. So Glasgow loves its football in Scotland, and of course, people listen from all over the world. I know Malcolm listening in there in uh, out walking in the Edinburgh area. I spoke earlier on from Royal Bank. He is listening in, <laughs> checking out the overdraft. Uh, <laughs> mine, not his. Uh, and thanks for to so many who Kimberly from Arnold Clark. She's listening uh, along with Paul this afternoon. So. Great. Oh, Quite right, they should be yeah. listening. It's brilliant. Of course. Yeah. And, my, and my white van uh, delivery driver who I was speaking to on the doorstep this morning, he, he's, he might be phoning in later on as well. He's going to be listening in. And he's not happy. Um, he's, a, he's a big Rangers fan. We always have a chat when, he, when he's delivering anything, which is quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he was saying, wait a minute. He said to me today, seven trophies available, domestic trophies for Steven Gerrard and his time in charge of Rangers. No trophies. He said, other Rangers managers have gone. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know. It's about, I, I agree it's like, uh, Barney will tell you as a Rangers player manager you're judged on the trophies you win nobody yeah. remembers good runs that you had it's about winning trophies that's when you'll be remembered that's why he's a semi-hero at Rangers and Alex Ray's a hero it's true it's the trophies that you win that's, yeah. what, that, that's what defines you as a Rangers and Celtic player a, a lot of disappointment and frustration mm. on Wednesday night because again there's not been a trophy been won in a long time and I know the manager come out and he always speaks well Stephen Gerrard mm-hmm. well, a sign yeah. a good manager is he lays the blame with himself and yep. he takes it away for the players but if you're asking my opinion when that door was closed behind the four walls in that dressing room he would have told them a, a few truths about it he knew how important 
to get that first trophy would have been the psychology of winning it and getting it off his back that so many well season three well into it now no trophies yeah because people are going to keep saying yep. oh, is, it, yeah. is this the bubble burst can Rangers can they not handle the, the pressure and the the time he shut people up basically has won a trophy. He was asked then about the reaction of the fans after the defeat in Paisley on Wednesday night. You, you've been there for all my press conferences. You know the messages we've been given. The players have been well aware of that. But it still doesn't take away the fact that we're disappointed from Wednesday night's results and totally understand the fans' frustrations and, and shock. I just watch the team go on a 27-game unbeaten run and very rarely can see the goal and qualify for Europe top of the group. So to be in a bit of shock and disappointment and frustrated pretty normal it is what it is it's done now we can't change it all we can do is control the future and it's our job to get ready for tomorrow's challenging moment. Rob they're human they're fallible yeah, it's, yeah and it will have made Motherwell think a whole lot differently mm. about that game uh, tomorrow um, because in the back of their minds Motherwell have been thinking um, you know can we possibly do what nobody else has done this season then suddenly it all changed sit mirror and find a way yeah, Rangers need to keep their discipline you know you can't you go and change all the good work that you've done I seen last night you know when when Rangers are playing well, Ryan Kent's high and wide and he's getting the ball in good areas. I watch him last night and he's dropping to the edge of his own box to go and get on the ball. That's not the answer. Keep doing what's got you to this stage in the season. Again, lack of discipline. You think of Morelos at the weekend. Everyone's, everyone's going so well, a lack of discipline, and then look what happens during the week. He shot the it throws off your whole season. Yeah. Now, for me, Morelos is Rangers' most important player. I watched that Still. game last night. Yeah, yeah. definitely. The, the centre-backs are so... Obsessed with, with keeping Morelos quiet, that I think it gives room to guys like Ken and, and Roof. Whereas last night I thought Eton was was very easily marked. You know when Morelos he's up for the fight. Last night with Morelos it'd have been a different Rangers team for me. He'd have been running the channels, he'd have been bashing people about, and that gets the rest of the team up for the game. Morelos needs to keep his discipline for now at the end of the season. I think he's massive for Rangers. And he frustrated me, Ethan, and and yeah. Wednesday night after what he'd done in Lake Poznan I thought that's him now turned up mm. and he's shown why the manager went and paid that money for him and then it was it was a disappointing performance and then you yeah. look at it what, I mean if Morelos was available would they have got rested we don't know but he's a massive player for, for Rangers Morelos and the Rangers team are a far better football yeah. team yeah it's funny our, our first caller on the show last night was I think it was Scott we, he was calling and he and that was his very point was that you know that suddenly that too much ban for the forearm smash becomes really costly yeah. and you see how much Rangers hinge on what Morelos does as a yeah. pivotal uh, feature to their play well, I, I, phone Declan Gallagher now and say you delight you happy Morelos isn't playing tomorrow you'd be absolutely delighted yeah. because you know for 90 minutes he's going to bash you a bit he's not going to give you a minute on the ball he's going to be a pest and for me he, although Eton's came in and done it okay yeah. long term he's I not mean, Morelos no he's not Morelos and, and I Good think point. so yeah. much of Rangers play is because of Morelos we've, we've said that you know maybe he's taking away the goals but in terms of his work rate and and just how he goes I've always said this but he's similar to Lee Griffiths for me you just know that he's on it for every game He's a guy that you want in the team there. You look to him, he's kind of like a talisman for Rangers. Uh, and again, he's, he's stupidity's cost him. Let's go to a Celtic fan on the line now. And Airdrie, Neil is on the line. Neil, good evening. Hi, good evening, guys. How's it going? Good. We're, we're very well, thanks. How are you? Hi, not too bad, not too bad. Um, I'm only going to make the point about playing uh, as Neil tomorrow. Yeah, well, Sunday. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think if you play Scott Brown instead of Sorrow, then you feed Shane Duffy to the Wolves on Sunday. Uh, so you do. I think Sorrow in that team can cover the middle of the park with pace, something that Scott Brown can't do. I've watched half a couple of times this season, and when they're on the break, with players like Halliday, Boyce, uh, Nesmith and that go forward, Scott Brown is able to cover that. I think we'll have a lot of the ball on 
and come back and they all looked at us on the counter. The police got down in there, I think it could cause us problems, so it could attract him back and cause him to a lot of problems as well. He looked quite at ease on Sunday, so he did, with his sorrow and sin to him. But I think if he plays Scott Brown there, it could be a different game. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I think Soros brought yep. the best out of Shane Duffy. I also thought I think he's brought the best out of Ayer. As I said, when Ayer goes, you now know that Soros going to be across there quick to cover his position. I think as Barry said, he he's brought the best out in Callum McGregor as well. Mm. For me, it's such an important position in football now that that guy in front of the back four. We've said Rangers did it so well with Jack and Kamara, the shuffle across, and, and Soros got that. You know, he's not one of these guys that go wants to go and run up the pitch and, and score goals. He he wants to win the ball back and he wants to pass the ball to the better players. Um, and Shane Duffy needs somebody like that in front of him I totally agree uh, Hamden's a massive pitch it's a lot to ask Scott Brown at 36 to go and, to go and do that job especially in a two in midfield and, and I think legs are so important in football and I think I think he will go with Sorrow the more I think about it I think Neil Lennon yeah. will where, where, is, where has he been? Um, yeah. Sorrow I mean the he, last, he was signed in January yeah. yeah but I'm just asking why why yeah. has he not been given a chance because I, I think the, the game against Lille and, and Kilmarnock mm-hmm. I, I thought he, he wasn't outstanding but he does a a specific job in the middle of the park yeah. and as as Neil just says it, he's got energy about him yeah. and he's a, he's a decent he does the basics really yeah. well so Barry you would start with him I, I like Sunday. it I've been really impressed yeah. with him I've been honest with yeah. you I, I hadn't seen too much of him I mean he was coming no on d- for no 20 d- minutes and yeah. an odd game here or there I think he had 38 minutes in total yep in the Lille game I've seen the highlights but I watched the full game against Kilmarnock and um, just that that holding midfield and, uh, midfielder role I thought he, he played it really well and as I said he'd he done the basics really good kept the ball simple and the big thing that for me Celtic have been missing he brings a lot of energy. And, and we're, when we're talking about Sorrow and Turnbull, we're not just talking about their individual performances. We're, we're talking about the benefits they bring to the team mm. as a whole. We were speaking earlier on about, about Turnbull and Edouard and that uh, link between the pair of them that, that seems to work really well. And, and in Sorrow, you speak about him um, improving things for, for Shane Duffy's performance and for Ayer as well. The fact that he fills in when Ayer gets forward down the right-hand side. So it, it's not just about what they do individually. It's what about they add... The, how they help their te- their teammates, how they help the team. Yeah, I think they're much more. They're, sorry, they're much less susceptible to counter attack with they two in the team in the middle of the pitch. Because, but as I said before, when Celtic lost the ball, it was very easy for teams to maybe play a pass or get the ball at their feet and clip the ball in the channel. I think with Turnbull and Sorrow, when the balls get lost, they're either getting the ball back quick, pressing the ball, or they're back into shape quick. Mm-hmm. In modern day football, you. I thought St. Mun done that well last night. You look at St. Mun's first goal; they have the ball. Rangers win it back. Straight away, St. Mun win the ball back. One pass, and they get a penalty. That's what modern good teams Liverpool do it brilliant yep, they yep. win the ball back quick in the other team's half and I think that's what Turnbull and Sorrow do uh, I think the, both players were speaking about Sorrow and Turnbull they brought not just energy but a freshness yeah. Mm. Yeah. which I think Celtic needed yep. um, over the last four or five weeks they've, they've, they've struggled and I keep going back to it I just think now there's a, a lot more onus on Callum McGregor mm. and when he's playing well and driving forward 30-40 yards with a, the ball and making the vital through passes I think Celtic are a different football team Neil, so you've made some good points who's uh, in goal for you on Sunday? It's got to be Conor Padlock all day Why? Because, um, Barkas is an absolute liability so he is I know the guys don't have much time in Scottish football will, but, but we signed him for big money he has to come in and hit the ground running Scott Bain as well he's always been a alright backup keeper but the guy we should should be in goal for us tomorrow on Sunday he'll be playing another goal for Hearts <laughs> so, so he will yep. that's the guy that should have been playing in goal for us but it's, it is what it is do you know what I mean but I think the young boy Hazard 
he's not put he's not got put a foot wrong yet. And the thing I've noticed watching him in the last couple of games is you can see him talking to the defence as well. Mm-hmm. Barkas yeah. just stands there. I don't have the language part of that, but he just stands there, he looks very quiet, he looks like a lost wee boy sometimes, but your man has seems to be barking at orders at defence which can only help them. And Neil, Neil that, that, that could be a in, really interesting Not the one you're after But it could be a really interesting storyline on Sunday Couldn't it, Craig Gordon If he's the man that defies Celtic um, yeah. I mean, that, I would imagine he could be inspired You know, I think he will want oh. to show Celtic What yeah, they're missing, uh, won't he, uh, Sunday? 100%. After, after, after the treatment he got of Celtic If, we, if they beat us and it's because of him Then he's every right to celebrate in our faces Because the treatment he got of Celtic was disgraceful but you hear Neil Lennon's interview He says he's a top class goalkeeper yeah. I don't know if it came from Neil Lennon or, or above mm. Whether he, the AJ he Craig Gordon But you, you know what it's like Si, I'll tell you Goalkeepers yeah. can go on forever Alan McGregor mm. yeah, yeah, look And for me Craig Gordon's still A top class goalkeeper mm. The only way Celtic for me Would have been justified Getting rid of Craig Gordon Is if they were getting a top class goalie yeah. To replace him If, if Celtic went inside Fraser Foster There'd been no questions About no. Craig Gordon getting released It was it's part the of the shambles Of the summer wasn't it yeah, And Covid was part of it But the, the goalkeeping thing Is where it started to go wrong They yeah. didn't get Fraser Foster no, exactly. But again, I think that was done to the player. I don't think that was done to the club. I don't think the player wanted to come to Celtic. Right. But sometimes there's nobody available. You yeah. know, in, in this instance, there were two obvious candidates. There was Craig Gordon, who was already on the books, and, and there David was David Marshall, Marshall yep. who was a free agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, and as I say, if, because of Barkas and the way he's came in, Barkas yeah. hasn't really made a massive mistake. There's no, yeah. but there's shots that he maybe should have saved. It's more for me the personality when I look at Barkas to play for Celtic you need to have a, a certain type of personality and I don't think he's got that But it's crazy how football works yep. Corner Hazard if Celtic weren't going through this difficult time would they ever get a chance oh, and yeah. you've seen yep. now in the two games that this this boy could be top quality Neil what's your scoreline on Sunday? Well I think we'll concede I definitely think we'll concede but I'll go Celtic 3-1 we turn about to get a double <laughs> See there you are yeah David Turnbull Neil thanks very much for calling the Go Radio right, Football Show with OPC Energy Limited funny how it changes so quickly Rob isn't it we're talking about Connor Hazard we're talking yeah. about David Turnbull and uh, Sorrow could bring joy for Celtic on Sunday we'll find out uh, on Sunday The Go Radio Football Show Let's go. Feel the heat of the game the crunching tackles the near misses and diving headers feel the drive from the sidelines feel the passion of your captain feel the celebrations feel the last minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited for more information on boiler servicing and maintenance visit opc-ltd.uk Football show. Let's go. How many sleeps to go till Christmas, Barry? You all excited? Seven, is it? Six yeah, or seven, yeah. My favourite time of the year. I love, love Christmas. It. Yep. Love it. How, how yep. are they? Yep. I was going to say, how are the inflatable reindeer? Snowman. Snowman? Santa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Six foot tall yeah, inflatables. Yeah, the, the missus goes over the top. Does she go crazy? Yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. listen, I yeah. don't mind it. I, I love it. I love Christmas time. How do you fill that big gloving room with? <laughs> the tree must be absolutely mad. You must get a tree for a forest yeah. or something yeah. there. <laughs> for that massive loving room. This guy's unbelievable. <laughs> and Sai, you can use on the Secret Santa. Uh-huh. In yeah. fact, oh, yeah. I'm the only person in Go Radio that's no. not received a Secret Santa present. So whoever's got my gift or whoever's been chosen to give me it, if it's not here by Monday, your yep. motor's And it was done. meant to be by Wednesday. Right, there will definitely be something Lack for Lack of discipline Saturday. in this place. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know what I mean. We'll get Kieran back in the line. He's no doubt got something for you. <laughs> Have you opened yours, Secret yeah. Santa? Not yet, no. no. Yeah. Rob, you opened yours? 
Yes. How did you, you get? I got, get? I got shower wash and hair wash and stuff. Oh. I think somebody's trying to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> From the hair and makeup department? No, Rob, you're always immaculate. So uh, we'll find out. What about Barry? What about you? This is I'm absolutely delighted. What have you got? With it. I got a grooming kit. Right, okay. For downstairs. For oh, downstairs. Right. Ah, yeah, yeah, for the lower beard there. No, the downstairs. Yeah. Oh, sorry, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> he says he's going to take a picture of it. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> and, I, no, well, we'll take a picture and show you. Yeah, but you got, so, you got, the, you got the clippers and you got the stuff to put on afterwards as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Maybe it might nip. Uh-huh. But I'll try, it, I'll try it out. Okay. Um, I'll Sunday I'll do it on Sunday for you Barry will be with us on uh, Monday after the Maybe. cup final on uh, Sunday Celtic against Hearts Celtic fans what do you think Hearts fans too uh, Rangers in action tomorrow Rangers against Motherwell Hibs against Dundee United Ross County against Hamilton and St Mirren St Johnson it's going to be quite a weekend Rob yeah I'm just thinking Barry might be a fitness doubt for Monday if things go wrong <laughs> on yeah, another thing I get deodorant as well for oh, magnificent. Down there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not okay. too sure of that one have you never right. used deodorant in, yeah, in those areas before 08 08 17 17 700 uh, give us your calls now and we're on the socials as well at the Go Football Show Rob McLean Cy Ferry and Barry Ferguson with me Paul Cooney next we're going to oh it's Garthamlock is this Sean on the line Sean good evening it's the only one it's Sean yes yeah, Sean alright Sean what a guy alright guys hey Barry boy before, before we get into the question <laughs> what's the score prediction for um, Saturday so I can write it down <laughs> I think Rangers are win 2-0 Sean yeah, I'll, I'll get that one my kit in the mark cheers no problem um, okay. Barry boy what kind of wine do you like mate that's it I promise <laughs> um, anything Italian anything Italian a nice red, red Italian one. red yep red right softy then I'll get that sent to go radio what about Sai? I'll get Sai a bottle of bucket yes <laughs> you know me too well Sean I'm just up the road for you in Millerston so I'll pop up to yours and we'll drink it together I definitely man get a bad dog in there. <laughs> Sean, I heard you on last night with Rob and the guys. So, what are you thinking tonight? What would you want to say? Hey, I'm just looking forward to tomorrow. Hopefully, Rangers get um, get three points in the bag. Well, I think they'll beat Murrayville. They get three points in the bag, and hopefully, Ruff scores a screamer on Saturday. So are you quite confident the wheels are not going to come off the barrel now because of that uh, defeat in Paisley? No, I don't think the rules will come after the, bar, uh, the barrel. I think, I think we'll be all right. I think it's just a blip. But, and plus, the January transfer Wendy's coming in, so if I start struggling, we'll just uh, put my hands in my pockets. So. <laughs> well, that's big news for Douglas sure. Park. I'm sure he'll be pleased. Sean, were, were you disappointed about on a night going out of the cup? How, how important did you think that was to Rangers? Well, well, what I say is I wanted to win everything, so I was gutted. I, I, could, I couldn't watch um, Gerard's interview, but after the next day, I kind of realised, to be honest, the, the league's the main priority, so if we win that, I'll be the happiest guy in uh, the East End of Glasgow, especially in Gafarmer, because I'll have my, my flags out anyway. <laughs> I think Rangers need to mix it up tomorrow. Uh-huh. You know, I was yeah. surprised the second half, you know, They've mixed up well away from home. I thought Dundee United, you know, they went direct at times. I watched the second half again this morning and not once did they get the ball at the feet and put the ball in behind uh, St Myrne. And I think they need to get back to doing that because I think that then gives them the space to go and play. I think St Myrne, as I said, done really well matching up 3v3 in the middle of the pitch. And if you can stop the three in the middle of the pitch for Rangers, you know, you then start getting Kent coming back. So that's why you need to stretch the game, let them drop off, and then you can go and play your football. They need to get back to what they've done 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 well. What do you think, Barry? What what do you think? Sorry, Sean. What do you think uh, Stephen Gerrard does team wise tomorrow? I think he'll. Uh, 
Barisic will come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Balogun's out. Yeah, so Hollander. Yep, I think Hollander will come in. He's got to play. I, I think Stephen Davis is massive, is mate. You're crucial. Right, yeah. I know Ryan Jack's still out injured. Yeah. So that that is a worry. Um, and Kamara will come in and play with Arfield. Um, so that'll be the three. And Morelis is a worry on the back of what he, happened the other night that he's not available again. Yep, yeah, but I think Jermaine Defoe will come in and play through yeah. the middle with, yeah. with Ruth and Kent and on the other side. That, that's the team. I'm certain that's the team that the manager's going to go with. I, I think would, that's the strongest mm-hmm. team. I would go Ruth up. I think Ruth's the closest to Morelis that you'll get in yeah. terms of running the channels the way he plays. I'd put a Rebo wide right. I think mm. I think it suits a Rebo better than I was a bit disappointed with him in the middle of the pitch last night. I think he's but, better in that, that the wee pocket where he can get on the half turn and go and, and dribble and make things happen. I just think if you're wanting to score goals, it's your main defoe. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean I, I think when they come on against uh, St Murn, you, you just see his movement, he's he worries defenders similar. That's why I think when defenders come up against Morelos, his physical presence, they're they're worried about it. And the same with Defoe his movement worries defenders so I, I think he'll go with a front three a roof Defoe and, and Kent and he makes pe- he makes others play as well Jermaine Defoe yep. just because of his, in, his game intelligence apart from anything else yeah definitely I mean yeah. it's not a bad replacement to get Jermaine Defoe you know he's still in top shape and I think with Defoe and the team people people look to put the ball in the, the box a lot more because mm-hmm. you know if you get the ball in the box Defoe will be in there you know and I think when teams are maybe have read the way you're playing you need to be change, change things up and that might mean putting more balls into the box so yeah I think Jermaine Defoe would be a good good um, replacement but for me I would go Ruth Upmer All right. I like Ruth Upmer Sean final thought um, I, I think I'd play Ruth and um, um, Ruth and Defoe definitely but there's another wee question which I think will happen to um, Greg, is it Greg Stewart do you think he, he's off in January yeah I mean he struggled to get game time yeah. Greg Stewart yeah. I, I think uh, if you ask Greg Stewart he's at an age where he's he's got to be playing regular Mm. there's no doubt about it I think he's one of the ones that Rangers may look to try and offload Um, look there's no doubt Greg Stewart's a good player Mm. Um, I just think he's he's found it tough to get in even the the 18 at times Um, so I think he may be looked to go if it's no permanent on loan yeah, I played with Greg at Dundee. Great, great talent. Yeah, really, like right, good player on the ball. But I just think with the way this Rangers team play off the ball, I think Greg struggles in that department. You know, you can't just be a luxury player at Rangers where you're good on the ball. You need to be a guy that creates, but also a guy that defends for the front. And Greg's not that type of player. I think the best thing for Greg would be go and play, go and play another club, definitely. Sean and Gertham, look, you're fast becoming a legend. Thanks for calling in. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you very much. Cheers, Sean. Cheers, Sean. Thank you. So, uh, so much to talk about this weekend. It's funny how it changes Rob so quickly Or maybe it hasn't It may be just a blip the other night Because yeah. Rangers 27 games undefeated I, I think the thing was just before it Nobody thought that St Mirren would do it And I'm just thinking of what Tony Fitzpatrick said At the start of the season They could be top six And some people You know people say Oh really? But Si Top six with St Mirren? Yeah I think St Mirren are in a false position due to the Covid yep. You know I think it's been a very tough season For Jim Goodwin in terms of that I think he's coped it really well Our, Jim Goodwin's done exactly what I would do with a team First thing, he's got his experience at the back. You know, he's brought three captains for the other SPL teams. They look so solid at the back. And then what he's done is put legs in the middle of the pitch and mm-hmm. pace on the wide areas and up top. And I think if you've got that in the modern day game, you can be good off the ball. I think you've always got a chance of winning football games. And I fully expect it, man, to finish in the top six. Watching them last night, just the way they work as a team, seem to have a great camaraderie about the players. You know, I know some of the boys in there, they're good, they're good types. Abika, Richard Tate... Um, Marcus Fraser as well so I fully expect someone to get into the top six I, I like the way he set them up look mm. you don't concede you don't lose games Yeah, um, they've not conceded a lot of goals defensively they're, they're solid you can see there's a lot of work goes on in the, the training ground and obviously Jim being 
a defensive midfielder or even at times he played centre back so you've got to give I keep going back to a lot of people are saying Rangers weren't at the races right I've seen them play better but again not enough credit goes to St Mirren I think the evolution of St Mirren is really interesting this season uh, and I, I, if, you're a, if you're a St Mirren fan at the moment I think it's quite an exciting prospect about the rest of the season from here on in just because uh, Jim has done it so carefully put it together he's added he's, he's there's a fair old Irish contingent now mm. with Jimmy McGrath on the show last night Dylan Connolly uh, down the right looks really useful Conor McCarthy at the back um, they, they've got some really good players and Jim he's such an intelligent guy Jim mm. Goodwin um, about football and um, you know he, he he said himself he was too negative at times. You know he, he was you know when he was building the defence he got into a negative mindset. Now he's now he's sending them out to play a lot more. Yeah, I think last year Robbie was negative, and the fact that he played one up front with guys in the middle of the pitch and never had legs. I think if you're going to play one up front, you need two midfielders that can get into the box. And I think you get that with the boy McGrath. You know, I didn't think he was great on the ball last night, but what he did have was a hunger to go and yep. stop Zungu playing. And then when St Myrna had it, he got himself in the box. He enjoyed that winning goal, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See that Stephen Gerrard was his boyhood hero. He's yeah, from Liverpool. Listen, yeah. I, I, I don't mind that. Like, it's a, it's yeah. a massive result. For, for St Man, yeah. and listen people you got over excited at times but I don't see why he, he could get into any sort of trouble for that Dylan Conley was very impressive Isn't on the right hand yeah. side yeah really gave Bassey a tough time didn't he he's done well as you said Rob uh, buying in Ireland yeah, Jim I mean, Goodwin using I mean, his uh, experience his knowledge and not yeah. on a big budget that is, that, no. that's that's for certain yeah. but um, yeah I mean the, the, they're on the up and up at the moment same era. nobody would want to be playing them at the moment I don't think well St Johnson are tomorrow so yeah. how do you think that's going to go um, well you can only see the the bandwagon rolling on I think for the buddies uh, I think um, they're both obviously in the semi-finals of the League Cup now um, I'm going for uh, a home win for St Mirren Ali Defoy will be loving this mm. Si what do you reckon then St Mirren St Johnson see on paper you would think St Myrna but I think the problem is with these clubs that you know quite often a big performance of that is followed by it so it'd be up but I think Jim yeah, they're a ten, different they're ten, they are 10 unbeaten though are they 10 yeah. unbeaten yeah. Mm-hmm. right okay well forget I mean, I've just said that they put so much into that game, game on Wednesday yeah. um, they've got a shorter um, when did St Johnson play were they uh, Tuesday is it Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah. so they've had an extra yeah. um, 24 hours recovery but surely St Myrna have got to get a kick out of that mm-hmm. um, the result that's a, a massive bit of confidence they, they've got to take into that and you've got to fancy St Myrna because I, I mean at times we can say defensively they were great but I thought at times they played Good football, decent mm-hmm. football and against Motherwell the week before Fergie, yeah, what, a result, football, yeah. what a result what a result part a difficult place to go sure. I think it says a lot Sam Foley was their best player last year and mm-hmm. he can't get on yep. he can't get on in the 16 so, so what's your scoreline? I'm going, to, I'm going to go one nil St Mirren one nil St Mirren Barry I was going to say I'll go 2-1 St Mirren were you, were you not hedging yeah. towards St Johnston <laughs> and, now, and, now, and now you're going for St Mirren I'm so ashamed <laughs> to be fair Cam Davis has done a great job at St Johnston yeah. they were on a run as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no no they, they have uh, turned things around as well and and he's a really likeable guy Barry mm. you'll know Callum yep. really well yep. um, and you know he was obviously in with Tommy Wright so he knows all about St Johnston played for them he knows what it's all about he knows the budget like St Mirren is pretty tiny um, but he's he's done an amazing job pulling them together as well yeah but as I said played them in the Betfred yeah. Cup and I could see he had a, a difficult start to the season and you could see he was uh, a bit of worry um, about the way they had started but listen um, I'm delighted to see that he, he, he's got them back on track and they've had some great results over the last month or so and look he's got a decent he's got a decent outfit and as I said Callum's got a, a good name in the game in terms of to, in coaching and um, I was one of his teammates at, at Scotland so it's great yep. to see guys like that come up 
um, that's his, this is his first managerial role and it started off slowly but now they're starting to pick up big time Falkirk, Falkirk Airdrie at the weekend is going to be at 12 o'clock Rob there's an issue with the floodlights so it's 12 o'clock rather than the 3 o'clock kickoff. just some news there on that I was Sign. just going to yeah. say it was I heard him talking the other night as well because he was at Stoke he had a spell at Stoke didn't he he went down to Millwall and, 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 well. and I think things went really badly he was saying at Stoke he fell out of love with the game you know, and he, he was he was talking the other night about how he's you know fallen back in, in love with the game uh, now that he's back yeah. at St Johnston but I think his time at Stoke down south um, went pretty badly wrong for him yeah but I think he's done it in a good way he's went and he's worked his first team coach mm. at a number of clubs as you just mentioned there Rob Stoke and he went down to Millwall as well um, done the, the first team coach and then he's got his opportunity as, as a manager and I like to see guys who, who go and take that opportunity do well and as I said he had a slow start but in time he, he's starting to get it right he's got decent players yeah. up there as well um, both me inside did play against his, his teams and yeah. they've got some decent operators at, at St Johnson It's a hard job to take over because it's such a specific yeah. way of playing under Tommy right yep. and I think yeah, Callum Davidson they've done yeah, so well exactly and, and you didn't want to go in there and change it all straight away no. and, that, and that's the point that we make managers need time you know, it doesn't just happen overnight. We've seen that Liverpool club took him three years. Mm-hmm. So I think Callum Davidson's done a great job. And what I think he's done well is he's bought experience in, in guys like Craig Bryce and Craig Conway. You know what you're going to get for the guys. They know how to win games of football. So I think he's signed well. And I think that's very important when you get your, your first manager. Back job. to the big match then on Sunday. Neil Lennon saying this afternoon there are no injury worries for Celtic. So they say everyone is okay. And he was speaking about the lack of fans, how it's affected them, and the, the fact that they'll miss them on Sunday. There's no question that, you know, the, the lack of atmosphere. I don't know if it's an equaliser or you know it's it's strange to say the least um, that's it is what it is we wanted to get football back we were hoping that this stage when we were making inroads in the summer that we'd have supporters back in the stadium but it's just not possible does it take the shine off it I mean you, you live for cup finals you live for big crowds so that's one aspect that's not there but the cup's still there to be won and history's there to be made so I think that's a great motivation for us all Si surely they're used to it now you know, you're used to the fact that there are no fans at the moment sadly yeah I can see his point like you go to Celtic Park or Ibrox and as an opposition player when the fans are, are up and on it it's, it's a daunting place mm-hmm. you know and, and you can see that the players get a lift when you're playing against them you can see that when the crowd are, are up that the players find that extra level but listen you're, Cel- you're a Celtic player you shouldn't need a crowd there you know you, let's be honest Celtic, Celtic players are better than Hearts players yeah. fans and that didn't come in if Celtic turn up and play at a tempo and play the way they have and outwork Hearts Celtic will win the game whether there's fans there or no it's up to the players to go and do it yeah, they, they should be used to it by now. I, I think at the start, I take my hat off to them playing in the empty stadiums. I mean, I, I love playing in front of crowds. And I've been y- doing it for 20 years, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to love it. Even if they were giving you abuse or they were roaring you on, yeah. I, I used to use it yeah. in a certain way. Um, so I, I give them every respect for... It must be difficult at these big stadiums as well. And me and Cy were talking um, off my ear that even at our level, mm. it, it's, it's eerie at times. Um, so... But a cup final, you're used to jumping outside, coming in in the bus an hour and a half before kick-off. The fans are all uh, cheering you on and whatever. So it's going to be a strange one for both teams. I love the way stadium announcers at the moment still do what they would do when there's a crowd in, when they when they shout out the, the team and they and they pause after every name. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, all that's, and there's absolutely no reaction whatsoever. It's like tumbleweed. <laughs> like some of my pattern on here, isn't it? Tumbleweed, uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So you've got another big name on the podcast. I don't want to say too much about it, but you've got a great name, a Liverpool legend this week. Yeah, Jamie Carragher's on. We went down to his house this week, so what a guy, by the way, honestly. Like, couldn't what? have been any nicer, just a normal guy. What's he like? Yeah. Yeah, just, as I say, he's like us. You know, he, he was 
chatting away he says ask us anything you like t- talk about anything you want I done the full tour of his house he was like go and have a look about lad trusted me to go about his bedroom stole someone from his bedroom um, <laughs> no I never really <laughs> no. but his wee dad and that was in was brilliant oh, honestly they were yeah. just, just a really nice family and just couldn't I speak any higher him his stuff with Gerard Tullio was brilliant obviously uh, yeah I'm just passing away, so they no, loved, they loved him so much, didn't they? <laughs> Stephen Gerrard, you know, uh, did, Jim Carragher. He, yeah. they basically said he said that Julian made him in Gerrard's career. He, he thinks if he'd have stayed with an old school manager, maybe he wouldn't have progressed him and, and Gerrard the, the way they did when Julian came. He says everything changed with their diet, the way they trained, the way they looked after themselves. Where Julian came in, so I think both of them owe him a lot. See, see the thing with Julian, have you you listened to like Carragher and Gerrard? That just wasn't about the football side. Of it. It was yeah, about life, the, the man management mm, uh, life in terms of helping them mature into a proper professionals, and uh, that's the difference in, in top managers. And but you I, know that having played under great managers, and now as managers yourself, you're a manager and you're a coach now. But I just show you, like yeah. a manager can change it your whole way. Yeah. Because I was like a down and out before I met the Canio, and for 18 months under him, when I actually lived my life like a football player and, and done things properly. It's no rocket science. You play much better. And then when I didn't have him, I went back to being the same old guy. So managers are massive for you. Do you I, wish you met Decanio then or worked for him when you were younger? Would it make any difference? No, I think no. I've just got had that bad mentality, and <laughs> and I, I do. You know, yeah. I, I think I needed that type and that. You can't be a top player if you need somebody to, to do it for you. Whereas he Barry could have played for anybody and, and had the of same. Of course, well he's an elite yeah. player. You know, exceptional player. But Rob. there's talent there. Rob, we're going to take a break. Okay. Will we hold it for a moment? Let's do yeah. it. We'll yeah. just check with Rob McLean. Can yeah. we? Let's, let's do the break. <laughs> <laughs> the old diggy dolly. Can we? No, we can't. <laughs> the Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Ali keeping us right up to date tonight on the traffic and travel. We'll ask her about St Mirren, her prediction. She'll still be ecstatic, Barry, after that uh, win midweek for St Mirren. She'll be covering St Mirren against St Johnson tomorrow. We're going to go through the cards. We're looking to Rangers against Motherwell, the biggest match tomorrow. And then on Sunday, Hearts against Celtic in the Scottish Cup final. Rangers fan on the line now. Craig is on from Cumbernauld. Craig, good evening. Uh, good evening. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. Thanks. How are you? Aye, no bad, no yeah. bad. I'm still, uh, still a bit of a sore one to take for Wednesday. I've got to be honest. But, well, I don't uh, think anybody saw it coming, did they? No, um, and the thing that you know, the thing that frustrates me the most is that you know, Gerald's been talking all season, and we've been talking about you know lessons being learned, being humble, game at a time. We're going through that, and for 27 games, it was going well. But you know, I don't think you know everyone's surprised with the result, but. When, when you look over the last couple of seasons, we can't be surprised that it comes to an end against a team like St Mirren because I just feel as if when you look at the results against Hamilton the last couple of years at Ibrox and in that one on Wednesday, I feel like those games, I don't know if the players went into it thinking that they'll just turn up and win if there's complacency where the Gerrard's concerned. I just don't know. But those seem to be the games that have really cost us over the last couple of seasons as well. Uh, and don't get me wrong, <clears throat> I think I've heard from Morelos has to bear some responsibility for that. You know, it wasn't plain, but that's why. Because mm. at the end of the day, it's no coincidence. The first game that he's missing, we're going to put in a performance for that. He's still pivotal. And when he does stupid things and gets himself banned, it costs the team. And I don't know what it takes for him to learn that. But that's now a seventh consecutive trophy Gerrard's out. And <clears throat> he's no room for error anymore. We need to win that league. And I'd argue the Scottish Cup as well. Yeah, I, I don't get the, the going into games thinking it's going to be easy because I think for the first 35 minutes Rangers were on it 
you know, I think you need to give St Mirren a lot of credit. Mm. I said on here it's going to take one hell of a performance for somebody to beat Rangers, and I think that was mm. in terms of the work rate. They all looked dead on, as Barry said, they looked dead on your on their feet with two minutes to go. And that's what it's going to take to beat Rangers. Any team that is going to give Rangers a game will need to be at their maximum. Work rate and in terms of game plan and how, how they play on the ball. I, I think sometimes you just need to give St Mirren credit. I really do. I think Jim Goodwin had a game plan to play on Bassey and I, and I think it worked. You know, sometimes as a manager, Steven Gerrard kind of helped the fact that Bassey brings... You're, yeah. you're, you're on top in the game, you're 1-0, you're comfortable. Bassey brings down um, Campbell for, for a penalty. You can, as a manager, there's nothing you can do, but sometimes that just happens in games. It's up to the players on the pitch to, 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 to turn it around. I wouldn't like to think that there was any complacency, uh, complacency going into the game in and Wednesday. Not from the manager, was there? No, no. Uh, look, I, I'm like all the Rangers fans. I'm disappointed because it, it's the the first trophy of the season that you can win, and as I, I keep repeating, it's been a long, long time since Rangers have won a trophy. Um, but the the, the biggest there... thing for me is the knitted dusters settle down very, very quickly because now they've got a mega important game tomorrow against Motherwell it's disappointing that they're out of the cup but there's nothing now that's in the past you need to forget about it and you need to move on quickly and I'm going to call her I, I think it's imperative that Rangers win both trophies now Do you think Craig that maybe with um, with Aberdeen and Celtic both being out some of the Rangers players were thinking that this was a home run for the, the first trophy? Well to be honest with you I don't know I, I, there could be that I think what we've seen over the last couple of seasons, and I hate using uh, in the word because they have been up until Wednesday brilliant, but over the last couple of seasons what we've seen is when Rangers have put themselves in positions whereby people look at them and go, they're favourites, mm-hmm. and they're no longer you know, maybe just slightly underdogs, that's when they seem to come undone. They can't handle being favourites. Now that, that cup, when you think about it, you know, other than Hibs, Rangers are in a cup where the other teams in it are either for the Championship or the bottom half in the Premier League now you know Rangers should be winning that cup hands down Hibs could pause, obviously could yep. have po- you know posed an issue I'm not disputing that um, but the rest of those teams that shouldn't be a problem for Rangers and it seems to me that, that there might have been that but tomorrow he needs a massive reaction you know I'm, I'm talking he's got to play you know this squad rotation he's got to play the strongest squad he can tomorrow to get a good result because what he needs to do is what we've seen Celtic do over the last couple of seasons when they've had disappointing results of that apart from this season obviously yeah. put Motherwell to the sword tomorrow yep. Craig, Craig can I ask you a question are you, are you worried about how they're going to respond? I'm because over the last couple of seasons they've not shown a real response to results like that you know they've maybe went and eked out a result the next week but mm. it's been a poor performance again and I don't, you know looking at the last maybe two or three games they have been a step off the pace. You know, the Dundee United game was a good three points to get, but they were nowhere near their best in that game either. So, you know, they should get the three points. It's at Ibrox where they've not conceded, but then Mum just put three past their team who until that point had only conceded four in 27 games. So they really need to be on it so, for the whole game tomorrow. So that's questioning if Rangers can handle pressure. Yeah, I, I get asked the question yesterday and I firmly believe that they will answer the, the question rightly and that's win a game tomorrow. Um, I was concerned last year but I'll be honest with you Craig, I, I think, I'll be honest with you, it's, it was a fantastic run they were on 27 games. At some stage, it was going to end. It's ended disappointingly in a quarter-final a cup that we would imagine that Rangers should have won 
Um, but they need to move on quickly, and I think they'll. I think they'll get the right response. I think they've learnt that uh, from the lessons last last season. No, I no, think no. it's a different mindset that's within. It's within that training ground now. It's not only the effect of Rangers have on themselves; it's the effect of on Celtic now. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in that Celtic yeah. dressing room, you're saying, "Let's not make this gap any bigger." Because if we can stay within seven, five, five, seven points, there's a good chance that when it comes to the the, the, the pressure time of the season towards the end there's a good chance based on previous that Rangers could lose games of football when it comes to that business end of the season so it gives Celtic a massive lift in terms of staying close to Rangers but Yeah, and, and yet because Celtic have, have got the cup final this weekend Rangers can go 16 points ahead if they win that one tomorrow yeah. but if you're looking at it on the positive yep. yep I get you Rob but the proof will be in the pudding in yeah. the next couple of weeks How I, I expect them to respond in a certain way all the Rangers fans do and I'm certain that the manager you hear the manager doing his interview for the, the game tomorrow he fully expects a, a response See after this Fergie would you would you keep chopping and changing the way he does well, there's no European game till February now do you get your 11 strongest on the pitch and keep playing them? It, it, it depends on injuries you, you know what it's like but yeah. I mean you see the difference that Stephen Davis mm-hmm. makes the only issue I've got with, with Stephen Davis playing every week of um, all the games yeah. is his age but with Ryan Jack been out injured we don't know how long yeah. Ryan Jack's going because they two are, are similar players playing similar positions and they're two really really important players and Mar- Morelos yeah. mm. keep going back to Sunday there's how do you no reflect on that what would you say to Morelos how would you feel about it now it was a challenge that wasn't needed yeah but I mean I says I don't know if he would have played on Wednesday anyway because the manager does normally make a number of changes yeah. in these games but you still want your best players available and for me Morelos even if he's not been scoring as many goals as before he's only got seven this season he's still a big player for me for Rangers he's still so important when a Rangers team sheet comes in with Morelos on it yeah. centre backs Stand up and think to yourself, oh, I'm in a game here. The other thing is about the, the, the game, the schedule. I mean, yeah, it's it's not Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday anymore. Mm. It's Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. So, you know, the, in the next couple of weeks, mm. Rangers have got four games. So, you know, ahead of the January 2nd, and it's a game every three or four days. So uh, will will he will he chop and change, Stephen Gerrard? Will he refresh or will he find a team and stick with it? I think he'll refresh because he's done yeah. that the whole season. Yeah. I, I don't think, look... It is a, a bad result for them, yeah. but I don't think it will change his his thinking. Don't panic. Yeah, yep. that, that that's the main thing. Is there um, any concern you as well, Fergie? They've not created much over the last two games. You know, Dundee United and Instant Man. Yeah, but is I thought, it as, uh, as much as the word before. I know what Craig was saying again against Dundee United. They weren't great, but they were still in control of the yeah. the full game. I don't think at any stage I felt that Dundee United <laughs> were going to come back. How much did Rangers dominate that second half at Tannadice? It could have been two one going on four or five for me. I mean, Scott Arfield hit the post. He'd, he'd one knocked off the line. Yep. Morellis missed a heap of chances. Mm, I mean, that could right, yeah. that could have been a big win for Rangers. I, I, I don't. I don't see the problem with that performance at all. Craig, do you personally. take uh, the, the point Rob was making? You could be sixteen points clear tomorrow. What do you think the score is going to be against Motherwell? Um, well, listen, I, I take that point. I think sixteen points clear would be good, and it does put pressure on Celtic because I know yeah. they have three games in hand. But the form they're in, let's be honest, you can't guarantee they'll go and win all three of their games. One of them includes a trip away to St Mirren, where Rangers just lost. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that could be tough in terms of tomorrow. Well, I'd expect us to go out there and get three or four um, past Motherwell but the defence tomorrow for a start has to be back on point because that defensive display on Wednesday was an absolute shambles to score an equaliser with two minutes to go yeah. you almost dig yourself out yeah. of that hole and concede 
a couple of minutes later for what is I mean McGregor pulls off a window save. I don't know what mayor the defence expect mm-hmm. McGregor to do. He done everything he could and quite rightly he was shouting at that defence because it was shocking. But I did just quickly Gerard did say after the game his plan was to bring Hellander on an extra time. Why didn't he do that with a couple of minutes to go if he felt it needed refreshing in defence? That I don't understand. Okay. We'll never know, will we? Well, he's he's yeah. only Man, it'll know why he, yep. he didn't bring him on. Okay. But in terms of the defence, look, we've been used to them. They've been yeah. pretty solid. Serial like, winners so far. Yeah, they've yep. been pretty solid. Had an off night. There's going to be two changes to that defence anyway. Uh, tomorrow, Halander's going to come yep. in for Balogun and Barisic is going to start in, in, in terms of Bassey. So, look, they need to go and win the game. It's simple. But there's one team you want to play against when you've just conceded three, it's Motherwell. Because Motherwell are not creating a lot of chances. No. They're not scoring a lot of goals. No. So it's a chance for you to get back, maybe keep a clean sheet and get the confidence back again. All right, Craig, thanks for that call, calling the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. We're going to John now, who's been on the line, uh, about Ross County against Hamilton. Hi, John. Good evening. Evening, guys. Nice to speak to you again. Hi, John. Hi, guess, nice John. The real yeah, football we're going to talk right. about now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, huge match for both of them, isn't it? Ross County and Hamilton. What are you thinking for this one? Yeah, I... I probably um, the most important game of the weekend to tell the truth um, the, the way I see it you know for Ross County they've went 11 games in the league without a win mm-hmm. I fear I fear for them that if they don't win they certainly have to lose tomorrow I fear that um, for, for Stuart Kelly you don't want to see a manager lose his job but let's be honest Roy McGregor is a chairman who um, when he feels a decision needs to be made he'll make it and this could be Kelly's last game if they don't win I think Stuart Kelly must be pulling his head it you know, it's beautiful head of hair. But um <laughs> the performance they put in at Celtic Park, I mean yeah. if Ross County played like that every yeah. week, they wouldn't be bo- they wouldn't be down the bottom of the league. No. So it must be so frustrating for him and that's what that's what him say. So Managers can only do so much, Paul. Yeah. It comes down to players. You know, you look at St Man last night I, I don't like when managers get credit for that because the players cross the line it's them that go in mm. and give their all and get the result Ross County players need to stand up now. You know, I think they've got a good team now. When I look at Peyton I think he's a good player, Ross Stewart up front. Um, they should be creating more chances I think I, I disagree I think Ross County will go and beat Hamilton tomorrow I think they've got enough to do I think Hamilton are a bad I know they won last week but yep. I just think when you look at the teams on paper if Ross County perform the way they can and the way they played against Celtic I, I, I think they're a better team than Hamilton Ackes Barry he must be frustrated mm. I'll go back to the game at Celtic Park um, the way he set them up look, they, they never had a lot of possession but they never looked like conceded and that, I was really impressed by them and then they go again and and lose a few games. Uh, so it's listen. Tomorrow's a massive game for both teams. It's a must win. Um, but listen, I, I'll go. I, I think Hamilton. I'll get a result up there. Oh wow! They, again, they've got a point. No, I think they'll win the oh, game. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. What do you think, yes. John? I think I think Ross Kenny might, might actually pull something out of the bag. Um, and you're right, Si. I mean, they went to Celtic Park and won. Um, I mean, yeah, they had Rangers after that, which wasn't easy. Um, but even at Pittodrie against, um, you know, against my team Aberdeen, whilst well, so I was pleased Aberdeen won, um, they did have a moment in the game at 1-0. If Ross Stewart scores, mm. it's 1-1, a different game. Instead, we got the other end of the part and um, won the game 2-0. Um, but they must have been disappointed the way they went out the League Cup as well. Um, I mean, they've got decent players up there. I personally thought they might go down this year, but I agree with you, they do have a better team happen for me and I think they might show that okay. tomorrow. I'm going to get Rob's predictions after the break, but what about your old team, your own team? What about Aberdeen at Kilmarnock? That's a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, Got a good record there, though, haven't 
We we do we do have a very good record there, and I actually fancy uh, to continue. It will be tough, but I'm going to go two one to um, Aberdeen. Lewis is back. Isn't yeah, he? Lewis. Yeah, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the one yeah. Aberdeen. Oh, you saying <laughs> he, he's a difference, huh? Oh, big time, uh, right. Lewis. Yeah. Yep. I feel for Aberdeen because they're on such a run, and then all that happened with the COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think you know the bad couple of bad results that they've had. A lot as it was done, and I think that once Aberdeen get back up and running, I think they could go on another good run. Curtis they're a really Main good team. did well last weekend. Yep, Aberdeen back on it. Curtis Main did well. Yeah, he did. Yep. Uh, and there's obviously an issue with with Sam Cosgrove, isn't there? There's a. I, I just wonder whether there, there's a move mm. afoot for him because he he's had a fair few games now, John, but he hasn't really recaptured the the form we've expected of him. I guess with 20 goals in each of the last two seasons. I'm not sure he suits the system that we're playing. If you look at the way Marley Watkins played, okay, Marley Watkins doesn't score many goals, but he's, he seems better at bringing people into yeah, play. Sometimes yeah, if Cosgrove, as good as Cosgrove is, um, if if we're not playing the front foot, he can go missing at times with Watkins and Main did a bit of work. Curtis Main I thought was excellent last week. I wasn't a big fan of him when he signed, but last yeah. weekend he was excellent. The way he turned for that second goal um, was really impressive, so hopefully he can keep that up tomorrow. And John... We're taking a break, but what's your prediction in the cup final then? Who's going to win? Uh, I think Celtic will win 2-1. Um, it'll right. be a close game, I think. But I think Celtic will just about win that. John, thanks very much for calling. Speak to you soon. Yeah, you too. Have a nice Christmas, guys. Cheers, Cheers John. Best. Cheers. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! Paul Cooney with Rob McLean, Ali Defoy, Cy Ferry and Barry Ferguson. Ali, a great night for you as a St Mirren fan the other night. So there's news about the uh, Cup semi-finals coming up and some changes to the dates. Yes, it's confirmed that St Mirren will be playing Livy and it will be on the 24th of January at 4pm. OK, so that's news just in. And uh, tomorrow, who? what do you think is going to happen, St Mirren against St Johnson? Do you know? Um, I reckon, because there's only two points in it in the table at the moment and obviously St Mirren dropped six points yep. so I think it's going to be tough but I reckon St Mirren are on a bit of a roll so I'm going to go for a win OK yes. you're going for the win I think the guys are too yeah. St Mirren TV the best yeah. TV channel by a mile <laughs> why, why is that Sam? because you're on it Ali yeah. Frank McAvaney uh, Frank you and Frank what a couple man <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much thanks Ali uh, Barry some news coming in then about the grants to the clubs in the championship first division second division and uh, you're in the uh, the Lowland League what's the news for yeah, we just uh, received a text from the general manager saying that the Lowland League and Highland League clubs will receive 33 grand in grants, which will help, obviously. You've got um, that in yeah. Astrid, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> but listen, every bit of helps just now, as yep. says, we are, we have been um, we rely heavily on fans coming through the gates and hospitality, etc. So, and then it filters up up the leagues into League Two. They'll get a hundred grand. League One, where Sayas, one hundred and fifty championship clubs will receive five hundred k. Wow, five hundred thousand for each of the championship clubs. When's the money coming, Barry? Any word yet? I've just asked that, and <laughs> the, reply, the reply was not get a clue. Um, okay. That was an obvious follow-up question, wasn't it? When you find out about the three thousand, yeah. when? Yeah, am, am I getting it to spend in January? Will you get, will you get a player in January? <laughs> Not listen, the club have been brilliant. They allow me to, to go and try and get uh, no try bring Ryan Chandler for Hibs in. Yeah. Um, so and Hibs were really good to deal with. So I, if I ask, they've all always tried their best as a as a committee. Right. So. 
I was just going to say that's a great thing about the semi-finals as well League Cup semi-finals you know in, in this most difficult of seasons yeah. it's actually pretty good for those four clubs the all, of, yeah. all of whom uh, could do with a, a cash influx well, Rob, you know, it's so going to be a big story in the new year isn't it the lack of uh, yeah. money through the gates is. Is. Aberdeen yeah. talk about it quite rightly all the yeah. time with I think, they're, I think yeah. they're losing a million a month Aberdeen wow. I mean it's uh, you know it is eye-watering the, some of these figures and you were saying about Cosgrove I mean that's one of the reasons yeah. that you would think yeah. the money people Absolutely. would say well on you yeah. go yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean whether they want to sell them or not they might just have to that, that's why they, they, they sold McKenna yeah because yeah. they're obviously yeah. hemorrhaging a lot of money but l- listen it's not just the Premier League clubs, it's great for the Championship clubs because yeah. I read a bit in the, the the news yesterday that a lot of these clubs can be going to the wall. You don't want to see any clubs during this pandemic yeah. see suffer badly. Grand, would that cover most of uh, the Championship's wages for the year? I would, I, I would uh, expect that. It would yeah, cover no. a, a fair bit. It would cover a fair bit. In the Championship? Yeah. yeah. I don't think boys are on a lot of money in the Championship. Apart from Hearts, probably. Yeah, Hearts, yeah. 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 Bar yeah, hats. but they, they, these clubs will be will be loving this. Listen, mm. it'll, it'll keep the wheels away for the doors, and it's desperate money that they need to get in. As I, I don't honestly think there's going to be fans in until the start of next season. If I'm being honest, really? no, no, no. How come? I don't know. I've just got the feeling with them giving these mm. these obviously yeah. grants and loans out. Mm. That tells me that it's um, it may be hard for the fans. I mean, we're all desperate to get them back in, but with these grants being made available for all the clubs and the loans for the Premier League clubs tells me that yeah. it might be difficult for the fans to get back in. And it would have to be slow steps towards that, towards fans coming back in in, in any sort of major way. And there's absolutely nothing happening at all at the no, moment. No. And we're, we're, almost, and we're almost at the turn of the year. Yeah, I mean, a few test events, Ross yes. County but, and Aberdeen. But, I mean, yep. but, but the and test events happened months ago yep. Yep. And, then, and now they're happening much the same at Ross County because the Highlands was in a, a, a low tier in terms of the COVID situation. And in England, as you know, they've yeah, been why 2000. Is England? Yeah. I know, yeah. We're just moving at a different pace. Who knows, Si? We'd love to see the fans back. We want, you know, priority is people's health. But surely, as we go into February... And the, and the priority as well is yeah. keeping these clubs alive. Yeah. A, a lot yeah. of these clubs um, are have been about for over a hundred years, and they're big parts of the community as well. Yeah. So it's important that the, this money's been made available course, to help yeah. them out. And people's mental health, getting out to the football if they can safely, yeah. it's really important. Yeah. And Danny, the club next year, so we need as many clubs in the uh, league as possible. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know, and so it falls on the government if yeah. the, if they're going to keep on saying no to fans inside grounds, then it's got to be about compensation, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got there's got to be a, a financial com- compensation to keep mm-hmm. clubs going. Yep. Big big competition on Sunday, the ninth, the twenty nineteen twenty twenty cup final, uh, and here is the Celtic manager Neil Lennon talking about the place in history it would be if they win. One step away from you know, as you said, a bit of history. I think it's monumental myself, and I don't think we'll see it again in our lifetime. So it's a huge game. I just wish there were people there to, to see it, be a part of it. They're not going to be there. It's normally in the sunshine, occasionally rainy, Rob, but it's normally May at Hamden. Uh, you'll be there on it. So let's kick off on that. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Celtic against Hearts. I think the Celtic revival is going to continue. I think he's going to pick the guts of the team that's got him here over the last couple of games. I think Soro and Turnbull will both play. I think Scott Brown uh, will appear later in the game, potentially to pick up the, the trophy. And, and I, th- I think Celtic will win. One of our callers earlier on went for... Uh, 3-1 Celtic that's probably my idea of the scoreline as well yeah I fancy Celtic I think Celtic have struggled against team with pace up front I don't really think Hearts have got a lot of pace up front with Boyce and, and Naismith uh, I think Celtic will dominate the ball um, 
and I agree with Rob. I think he. I said earlier in the week he'll go with Brown, but I think he'll go with Sorrow and bring Brown on. And and I fully expect Celtic to win win the cup. Is, oh, I'm going to go two 0 Celtic. Is Edward going to score? Do you think? Yeah, I think he will. Mm-hmm. There you go. Who's it? Halkett and Byron at the back. I think that two two decent players, but yeah. I think as we said, the, the relationship he's got with Turnbull, Turnbull. The, you know, another mm-hmm. game in. I think uh, I could see Edward scoring. He's a big game player, isn't he? He's scored in finals before. Um, he, he usually steps up to the plate in these games, so wouldn't surprise you. Barry. Yeah, I agree with the guys. I, I'm I'm going with, with Celtic. The simple fact is that their many revivals started two games, um, two good wins. Um, but look, they're coming up against a, a good team in Hearts. There's no doubt. There's a lot of quality in that Hearts squad, and I think it'll be it'll be a tight tight affair. But I'm going for Celtic two one. Okay, we'll get the Rangers Motherwell prediction in a moment or two. In fact, Rob, a Rangers fan, is on the line. Rob, good evening. Thanks for calling. Uh, hello. Hi, Rob. You're on. What's your point? It was just to ask, obviously, Barry's an absolute hero. I mean, he's my favourite of a Rangers player. It was just to see, does he think that the team will get back to winning ways again at the weekend after the wee setback in Paisley and Wednesday? Yep, Rob, I, I firmly believe that. Um, obviously, we know what happened last year after the, the old firm game at the 29th at Celtic Park. They never come back after the winter break. And oh, no, it was absolutely brutal. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. But look, I, I think I've said it on the show a number of times. I firmly believe there's a different mindset about this group. I think they'll be disappointed. Like all the Rangers fans would have been on Wednesday night. I'm sure they'll be disappointed with the performance they put in because I thought it was a ideal opportunity to go and get the first trophy um, into the cabinet in a long, long time. So I think you'll get a, a big response uh, for the team tomorrow and I think they'll win the game. Sai? Yeah, I fancy Rangers to bounce back. Um, as I say, listen, Ranger, Rangers lost the game. Obviously, it's a big game because it's a cup. A, a good chance of winning the cup. I think 55 will be back on again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, if there's one team you want to play just now for Rangers, it's Motherwell. Mm-hmm. In terms, of, I don't think they're creating a lot of chances. I feel again, I feel they expect Rangers to dominate the ball, um, and I think they'll get back to winning ways against Motherwell. Rob is again to a worrying stage for Stephen Robinson. Third last year, uh, off to a bad start this year, then improved, but it's been really tough for them. Yeah, it has been a, a real sort of stop-start season for Motherwell, and. Um, <sighs> It's not going to be straightforward potentially for Rangers tomorrow, but but they could have tougher opposition. It could have been away from Ibrox as well, which would have made it more difficult off the back of Simeon. But I tend to think that Rangers came up against a, a kind of one-off performance from Simeon in midweek. I think Rangers are mentally strong. I, I think they're a different squad mm-hmm. this this season, um, and I expect them to to bounce back quite emphatically tomorrow. Yep, I, I do and I read Stephen Gerrard's comments he's been watching the players like a hawk the, the last couple of days and I, I, there's no doubt in my mind he would have been on them um, it's not good enough we, we need to respond to the criticism that they've had over the last couple of days because um, everybody fully expected Rangers to, to beat St Man. they didn't do the job St Man deserved to go through and now it's going and showing people that, that you can bounce back very quickly and I'm, I'm sure they will Are we doing a score prediction? Yeah Please, I'll go last. Okay, let's go last. Two Rangers, and who's going to score? Give us one of the scorers at least. What do you think? Is it going to be? I'm going for Kent to score the first one. Kent, yeah, Kent. Okay, Um, Rob, you want to come in, not Rob McLean. Rob, what did you want to say? What's your what's your score line? I would go for two 0 definitely, and I think probably Tavern Golson again. Okay, Tavernier and Golson. I'm going. I'm going three nil for Rangers, and I think uh, Jermaine Defoe will be among the goals. Okay. Simon I'm going to go 2-1 Rangers and your scorer 
Oh, scorer, I Scorers. think. Uh, well, Ruf, that, that, I think could be two one, that could be twitchy then, couldn't it? Yeah, because I, I just, I, I think Motherwell will have a, a game plan in place, as I've said before. I think Stephen Robinson is a good coach. I think he'll look at the game the other night, yeah. he'll set up similarly. And I think Motherwell are a, a threat to set pieces, which Rangers having to be been defending well crosses. So I think that's why I'm putting Motherwell to score. But listen, I think Rangers will be comfortable. As I say, I think they'll dominate the ball in the win too. Yeah, it's about coming out the traps quick. tomorrow. Very, very quick. Getting Motherwell's faces, that, that would be the, the thing that I, I would be saying run about the dressing room. Listen, we need to start this game um, high tempo and you need to go on top of them and make it uncomfy for them as quickly as possible. Can you imagine the atmosphere tomorrow if the fans were in? There'd be 50,000 there. This is, yeah, they'd, they'd be, be like putting under final. pressure, but yep. uh, and yep. that's what you've. So, so is that a benefit? Is it a benefit for Rangers tomorrow that there is no crowd, Barry? It, it could be because I. Uh, Look, I didn't mind the, the Rangers fans um, been on top of you. It drove it, it drove me on, um, and they, they put a bit of pressure on because they've got expectations. Yep, yep. Yeah, this Rangers team winning trophies and winning games of football. Okay, and I think, and I think yep. your feeling is that they've thrived this season on the back of no crowds. Yeah, you, you won't be able to tell until fans actually come back, and I know there's been a lot of talk about it but we'll never find out until fans come back in so everyone going for Rangers to beat Motherwell uh, Hibs Dundee United Si you kick off on that one yeah I'm going to go 3-1 Hibs 3-1 for Hibs yes. Barry I'll go 2-0 Hibs 2-0 Hibs Rob 2-1 Hibs 2-1 Rangers Motherwell we've all gone for Rangers Ross County Hamilton so Barry you've gone for one Hamilton 1-0 one one uh, I'm going reverse scoreline 1-0 Ross County 1-1 1 1. Oh. Okay. And St. Mirren, St. Johnson, we did earlier, which was uh, St. Mirren for you, Barry. Yes. Yep. Yeah, St. Mirren for me. I'm going to go win yep. St. Mirren. And Rob. 2 1, yep. St. Mirren. And on Sunday, Kilmarnock, Aberdeen. <laughs> Rob. Uh, I think Aberdeen have just got such an amazing record against Kelly. Chris Burke will hate me for this, but uh, I'm going 2 1, Aberdeen. Okay, Sai. I'm also going 2 1, Aberdeen. Are you? Yes. Yep. Lewis is back. Yeah, I was going to go 2-1 Aberdeen, but I'll go 1-0 Aberdeen. Right. And the cup final itself then, we've asked uh, Sai, he reckons, Barry for two you. 2-1 Celtic. 2-1 Celtic, you did before? say. 3-1. 3-1, yeah, I'm going to go 3-1. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy with that. Uh, is Edouard going to score, do you think? Or is it going to be Turnbull? Or... It could be. Is that Christopher? He's over his name, I fancy Turnbull for a cup final goal. I think, yeah. yeah. I think that. I went for 3-1 earlier uh, on, and I'm going to stick with that. I'll go Shane Duffy for a goal. Okay. Duffy. Ah, another header yes. yep from because the, Turnbull's delivery is good it's good doesn't it yeah yep. it's a, a, a massive point in being in the team I think because set players are so so important now in football I think we'll he 30 seconds yeah, so we think it's going to be the same team then it's finished the last two I games think, yeah. yes because Christy came on for Frimpong yeah I'll, I'll go with that yep, yep. Has it's, to. An, it's an easy decision for him yep. isn't it yeah I think it, I think it is I think it, he'll go with the same starting 11 yep including the keeper Connor Hazard and Sorrow how, how can he how can he drop him? You could see the headline if it went wrong and they dropped him, wouldn't you, Rob? Yeah. yeah. Listen, can we keep last Christmas till Monday? We're all together again on yeah. Monday, aren't we? Will we do it then? Yeah. We, we practice. Listen, thanks very much. Good luck tomorrow, Barry, with the Kelty Hearts. And you, Si, at Fur Hill for Frills. Yes. And Rob, we look forward to hearing you at the Cup Final. Have a great day. Thank you. That's it. That's it from us. Stevie Lennon's coming next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. 